G'day everyone and welcome to episode 584 of Aussie Tech Eds. It's, uh, geez, these weeks go fast, don't they? It's uh, crazy, 17th of May 2018 and we're brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au. It's Aussie Tech Eds web hosting, SSD drives, SSL certificates, which you will need pretty soon uh, when Chrome starts uh, putting errors, or not errors, but big messages up saying your site's not secure, so you need some SSLs. Domain registration, easy install of WordPress and Drupal, and uh, also an easy site pad drag and drop website creator, which is easy and good. You can find us on the TuneIn Radio. Uh, just search up Aussie Tech Radio. You can find us on facebook.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads, youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads. Subscribe to both of those and uh, we'll really, really love yous. And aussietechheads.com.au forward slash paper and aussietechheads.com.au forward slash podcast. There's a few of them, isn't there? Other shows to look out for, the Aussie Mac Zone. Every Monday, uh, Michael and the crew down there, they uh, get together and have a chat about Apple and all things Mac and whatever, Steve Jobsies and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Shane gets on with Phil over there in WA, My Tech Opinion, and the Aussie Tech Crypto. Tuned into Aussie Tech Crypto Monday night live, I think it was Monday night, and put it on the big yep. screen in the lounge room, and my goodness, what a sight. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I loved it. It worked. Uh, so speaking of uh, Aussie Tech Crypto, let's talk to the uh, b- premier host of Australian podcasting, Jason. How you going, cool. Jason? Good, yeah. thanks. Yeah, good, thanks. What do you know? Yes, that story's coming up, everyone. Um, what do you know, Jase? How's your week? Yeah, not too bad. Um, not all that happening, but yeah, we were, we were going to be doing the show Sunday nights, but you know, after a weekend, I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered. And Will's like, do you want to do it now? I'm like, nah, I'll do it Monday. So we end up doing it most Monday nights. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's it another good show. So good on you. And also, uh, Jordan, how you going, Jordan? I'm good. Good. Back Excellent. again. Back again. Uh, Funny. And- I remember the day you said, "Come on the show and have a go." Yeah, and and been here now he can't get rid of him. No, this is a bloody old get, get some Glenn 20 I thought Joe out. might have been here tonight and take my place. I don't know what happened there. No, Joe is, where is Joe? He's C-bit. at the C-Bit. That's right. So if you, want to see, right. if you want to see what he's up to, he's posting up on his Joe the Gadget Man Facebook page. And he's been using some really big, I don't know, it looked like a big Microsoft Surface, you know, one of those big, huge things. Uh, so I'm not sure I only Oh, the Microsoft it. Surface Hub. That looks awesome. Have you seen the videos? No, I only saw what he was doing in passing today. He was he was there uh, typing on one. So look, that's what if I haven't like. if I haven't shared it. Isn't the Microsoft Surface Hub? Isn't that a, isn't that like a whiteboard thing? It's yeah, it's huge, like a giant whiteboard. But he it's wouldn't be carrying that around with him, would he? No, he must no. be using the Surface Pro, I guess. And apparently, uh, Microsoft's going to try and release some $400 surfaces to uh, compete with the iPad now. Yeah, okay. Well, hey, well, so why are you more up with Microsoft news than me, Jason? What's going on with that? <laughs> yeah, well. I like to live on the edge. I know they've got the Microsoft laptop or the Surface laptop and the Surface Pro and then the Surface Book. Yep. And, the Surface and now Hub. the Hub, which is like you can do a yeah. whole heap of them side by side. They show in the videos like five of them. And you can turn turn the screen around from portrait to landscape, and everything rearranges yep. itself. So, what's this surface? What's this four hundred dollars surface to compete with the iPad? What's that like a tablet it's or like something? A, yeah, like a mini pro. So actually, I'll like just a mini. Yeah. Like rumors from reportedly rumors. Wonder, yeah, reportedly rumors. Maybe they'll put a SIM card in it and call it a phone. 
Yeah. Now, I've, ju- I've just looked up uh, Joe the Gadget Man, and that's he's, that's probably not the Surface. It's the 46-inch Combox Integrate AV touchscreen. So, nice. Um, yeah, so it's probably sim- very similar to probably what, you know, the, the Surface Hub or whatever it is, but uh, it doesn't... Oh, he's playing with one at the Gadget place here, right? Yeah, at the I thought C-bit. you told him inferring he was carrying that around with him, and that's what he was using. Oh, no, jeez. You can't carry a hub around with him. <laughs> Probably, probably cost about twenty grand. Like I've got my computer with me today. <laughs> like the old days. Like, like the old days. <laughs> he be, he might have his uh, VHS camera, you know, one over the shoulder and one down the side. You're gonna have so, a strap to hold onto it because it's just so big with the battery on the other bag and the other shoulder. But I sent you a link, Glenn. Have a look at that one. Or well, where'd you send that to? Facebook. Oh yeah, okay. I can have a look. That way you can bring it up. If I send it anywhere else, you can't get it. That's right. Let's have a go here. Here, we'll try. That looks pretty Doing cool. Live. <laughs> That'll make a good penny machine. That touchscreen thing he's playing with. Oh, wouldn't it? Yeah, the, vi- yeah. the video for the hub kind of looks like an Apple video where they show you the inside of the machine at the start and the sides of it. And so that looks nothing like the the hub I've seen. Like the hub has been around for a while, but not. Yeah, this is the new hub. Not that nice looking. If you the skip ahead was, a bit, uh, the other Glenn, one was like a just going to show you zooming in and panning across like Kevin Boone. Ken Boone the other one just looked like a big L C D screen on the board. Nice. That's awesome. That looks like like an art board type thing on legs. It's good. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. They, they like they're, getting, uh, they're getting that really tasty, sexy look about their devices, like they did with the um, like they did with the uh, what do you call it, the studio. Yeah, they've kind of taken that. There's comp- a Skype call. That's wicked. So this, uh, just yeah, for cool. those who aren't looking at the video, it's just like a big TV screen pretty much. It's on an well, Watch this. When he rotates it, it moves her mini image across. Yeah, so they've got it on and an easel on it. and on some sort of... Yeah, the Surface Hub is pretty much the same sort of thing except just the, the hardware itself wasn't anything as sexy as that originally. Mm. So it's just mm. a yeah, really nice. Give a bit further ahead, Glenn, you'll see they've got like five of them together. They're just like big flat screen computers. Yeah, yeah, but look how nice it looks. Yeah, it looks look nice. how nice it looks, doesn't it? Real thin edge, you know, like one of just like a just like one of these high end TVs. Yeah, let's have a look oh, at yeah. that. It's like nice. their studio. They reckon the studio's got one of the thinnest screens on the market. And people are saying, why isn't Apple doing this kind of thing anymore? They're just falling behind. Mm. But that, they are a little bit now in the hardware department, aren't they? Yeah. So that was the uh, look. If you want to have a look at what we were just looking at, just go to the YouTube's, and it's a Surface Hub Two. Check the show notes. Yeah, show notes. Did they do a um? Did they do another Microsoft event or something? Did I miss it? I usually sit up at three or four in the morning and watch those things when they come out. <laughs> I get a little. I kind of get a bit anxious waiting for their new devices. I keep waiting for them to release something I want. No, I don't but, think um, so. Um, let's, I'll have it because that was pretty quietly released. The, the promotional video that was released. Yeah, Microsoft isn't providing, isn't providing many specifications for the new Surface Hub Two, or even a release date or exact uh, price. But the new device will be available in 2019. This uh, Hub 2, that's why. Hmm. Yeah, it's designed to be flexible and lightweight so workers can move it through an office. Also, although Microsoft isn't detailing the exact dimensions or weight today, Microsoft is also working with Steelcase to produce stands and wall mounts for the Surface Hub 2. So they haven't kind of really, yeah, it's not officially out yet, no. Yeah, and you'll be even able to mount four of them together on a wall and have them linked as multiple monitors. So Microsoft, it's ice. Microsoft is calling this tiling. 
Uh, it, you, talk about, um, talk about innovation. Them. Talking about innovation, as mm. Jay said, what happened to Apple's innovation? And it's like, did you see that one that um, Leo has got, the great big one that, uh, like Surface Pro or something, and it tilts and moves around. It's got touch screen and it's it looks beautiful. Yeah, Even that's the studio. Old. Yeah, and he's like, why why didn't Apple do this? Apple is Google the uh, Google the studio, Glenn. Have you ever seen one? Yeah, Microsoft Studio. No, I don't. Think up so. on you. They're gorgeous. I look. wanted to go out and buy one, but I didn't have a spare kind of four or five grand to get one. The only problem that. was that it's uh, it's got mobile computing stuff in there like a, a laptop motherboard um hard, hard drive is a normal one and um low power oh, yeah, graphic but um father father balisair took it apart and put in an ssd drive and now it just goes really fast they've got a little uh dial that they yeah, it's a little little circular puck kind of thing you stick it on the screen and it becomes an interface so you can turn it to select colors We'll pick a different option and the screen detects volumes up and down or change your playlist. Yeah, you can use it for playlists. There it is. Yeah. Advancing your playlist in music, whatever. It's good. And it just detects that that puck is sitting on top of the screen. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, look how nice it is. Yeah, look how nice it is. You put it down like a table and. Yeah, it's pretty good. How much did you say it was? 5,000. About, about, I think about four grand for the medium. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's nice. Well, that's also Joe. Or Australian, it's probably not. It's probably four grand for the bottom one for Australian money <laughs> in comparison to the US. And then ten it's probably for the top, you know, middle. Yeah, mm. ten for top six in the middle or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well jo- Joe's immersed himself into all this technology, so he'd be having fun over there. Oh, I, so, I, if I had the money to go and buy buy a Surface, I loved it. But then I sometimes wonder would I use it? I, you know, I still love. You my just want to have it still anyway, right? I just want to have it still. I just want to say I've got one, and everyone else can jam it. I guess yeah. I've got so many Mac friends who goes, you know, they say, "Oh, your PC looks nothing like mine." I mean, yeah, it's not about what it looks like for me; it's about how I can use it. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah, exactly. So, but I, I, yeah, who wouldn't want one of those? They'd be great. Now, uh, I think now you know you've that got like a really nice office, and you've got them laid out. It'd look really awesome if you were talking, you know, that side of what they it look. It does like a beautiful screensaver right across your wall behind you. Yeah. yeah, how was that? It's like a big, like the big Niagara Falls or something. It's just across yeah. four or five screens. Yeah, it was really good. Go and check that out on the video. But uh, yeah, so mm. so last Friday I got my phone. You know, I was waiting for my like my Xiaomi. Well, and me. I think half I think half of Australia saw your reviews on your page. There's <laughs> right. been yeah. so many comments. You made me an admin on the page, and now I'm getting all the notifications from about everybody's looking at it. Disable notifications, dude. It's popular. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> what, what can I say? It's a Xiaomi. So they, they it's love it. It's a Xiaomi. Everyone loves a Xiaomi. Is it a sham as well? But Well, yeah. to, well cut a long story short, I've got to send it back. <laughs> so, <That's> me. <laughs> there you go. Wow. So, uh, oh, look, I'll, just, I'll fill you in the gap, with the gaps just really quick. Yep. So anyway, right. so the phone works okay, right? So I'm all happy. Uh, so as soon as I opened it up, I tried to do an update. No, no update. Stuck at January. Uh, Android version 8.0.0 security patch January. Uh, so the other Xiaomi that I got that I got in January to update and you know can't get enough updates. It's up to April update. I'm thinking, well, why, what's going on here? And uh, I'm thinking I was talking to uh, you guys and Will and that, and they're saying, oh, it could be telco issues and all this. I'm going, yeah, right, 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 right. Not right. a different ISP. Yeah, so I sort of you know hung around. I thought, yeah, that'll that kept me kept me satisfied for a little while. You know, I'm updating every five minutes trying to see if there's one there. Not, 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 not. 
So uh, then I started installing all my apps and stuff. So Foxtel Go would keep crashing. And it just said, uh, cannot play Foxtel Go on a rooted device. I went, hmm. And then I installed another app called the, you know, the 7-Eleven Petrol app. And then I tried to load it. Cannot run on a rooted device. I went, hmm. Uh, so anyway... Um, it does sound like it's completely rooted, doesn't it? it doesn't. I, I was just thinking exactly that, Jason. I was thinking our, our language, we don't call things rooted like that in Australian. Rooted means it's stuffed. stuffed. That's right. You know, I was going to say effed then, but I'll be able to... Don't <laughs> yeah, don't give me an edit. Glenn um, later. Yeah. But yeah, so it's, it's it's properly rooted. Fair dinkum rooted. It's properly rooted. <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> it's so far rooted, you got no idea. And uh, so anyway, so I downloaded an app. You know, is my phone rooted? And it came back no. And so I'm reading all these things. We're going through Foxtel, and they're going, oh, it's in some file somewhere. If you change the XXX to Samsung, it's some fault in it. So anyway, it wasn't happy. So I just thought, no. Nope. So I went on to the other Xiaomi. All these apps work fine. No problems. And so I think for some reason I was sitting around today and I thought, oh, I'm going to try and do something with this. I've got to get to the bottom of it. So I, I factory reset it and it came back. Yeah, still still couldn't do those apps or anything. So anyway, uh, I, I, I said, well, this is no good. So I wrote to Kogan. and I said, the phone's stuffed. I said, it's rooted <laughs> because, you, <laughs> because, you know, I can't do this, can't do that. And they go, yeah, try and do a hard reset. I went, yeah, rightio. So they said, you know, push the power button and the up volume up together when the phone loads and you'll get into like, I don't know, what would you call it? The the back end of the OS or something where you yeah. can do different things. And I couldn't get into it. And then I went to the other Xiaomi that I've got that works and I could get into it. And I thought, oh, this phone's, yeah, properly stuffed. And so I told them that and they said, yeah, we'll send it. We'll send it back. And uh, they're sending you another one. Well, hopefully, yeah, I haven't got that far yet. I've just got to pack it all up. And I'll probably send it away tomorrow. I've got to reset it and well, you know, take all my accounts off and everything and send it back to them. But, yeah, look, hopefully I'll, the next one comes. <laughs> it'll probably work, hopefully. So there well, you go. go. I bought one of those ages ago. I bought one of those TechLasts. Have you heard of them? TechLasts tablets? No. Dual booting Android, Android and Windows. Oh, how long did it last? I've still got it. It's probably one of the best screens I've had. But <laughs> I, I, I... I hated Android on it at the time. I was using apps and stuff that had lags and I couldn't get rid of the lag in it. But why is it lagging? Look, and I eventually, I just thought stuff it and I got rid of the Android bit and freed up the hard drive and made it bigger and just went with Windows and it's great. Yeah, look, there's a couple of little things that, you know, obviously come on from they're iOS. just Chinese tablets. You just got to... Yeah, yeah. You know. But a couple of little, you know, things like, you know, I've had... Some some people say oh, I can't send you the you know the iMessages anymore the the gifts and the, the the writings and all that that iMessage used to do so can't do those uh, and what other little uh, uh, you know odd things was like you know when you get SMSs there's no little number that tells you how many you've got you've got to go into the app to see is that what you do Jace oh, the badge yeah the badge you can I probably don't like the badge badges. on the settings. Yeah. yeah, I'm not OCD, but the one thing I can't stand is the little red circle with numbers on it on my phone. I don't even look at them half the time. If they come up, I don't even notice them. You get your notification at the top of the screen, you swipe it off, and that's yeah. it. No, I like the notif- I like the red. But you know, the screen. iMessage thing annoys the crap out of me because I I find so many people you you read things on the internet and they say, oh, if you haven't got the blue message, you're not cool. You know, like because that's the iMessage. <laughs> yeah. And then if you've got if you reply back and it's green. You haven't got an iPhone. No, that's know? right. That's right. And it's not cool, but it's just a noise crap and out of me. Proud of it. Hey. And proud of it. And pr- I just so many people use Facebook Messenger. 
So, mm. so I, that's, I um, that's Apple, the, Apple iMessenger. Yeah, but I don't see what every, everybody's raving on. You've got to have iMessage because it's the free texting. We get so much free credit these days. Everything's yeah. unlimited on our phone services. We've got And we've got Messenger, and everybody's too scared to go to another device because they're so worried about losing iMessage. Is they're it, elitist. You know, yeah, is it? Yeah, right? and then you got you've got the Facebook Messenger is being released for kids. Well, it's already in the US. It hasn't hit Australia. Yet. I think I told you that. Um, so your parents can have a Messenger account that's for the kids to use, and then they can determine who their friends can be on the thing, and then they can message each other with Facebook Messenger. But is it right that I can choose Messenger as my SMS app? So someone sends it is me- right, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, why not? Oh, you mean so Facebook's already got all your contacts and everything, so what does it matter? Yeah. I just don't want it all in the same place. I want them all separate. But I don't think that I don't think that iMessage is is any any huge loss or anything to, you know, cry home about. You know, like you haven't got iMessage, so be it. You got that much damn credit on your phone from your your ISP. Why the hell do you need iMessage? Anyway, I'm, I'm not worried. Really? Yeah, I'm not worried about the credit. Because you can't Facebook someone. Well, open up, uh, sorry, Facebook, uh, FaceTime someone. If you can't FaceTime someone, open up Messenger. Well, you got all the carriers have got unlimited data as of last week, right? Yeah. Who? Everyone. All of the carrier. Yeah. So you can even FaceTime. Yeah, you FaceTime. You unlimited text Facebook. messages, unlimited MSS, MMS, unlimited data. Hmm. Yeah. There's so many other, there's just so many pl- platforms out there. I don't know why everyone has to get so upset about losing iMessage. No, well, when it comes down to it, like when you look, I was reading all about it, you know, looking for different SMS apps and all that. But yeah, one thing you don't probably realise is that the uh, iMessage, the the SMS app on the iPhone, it's just another app that sucks in uh, SMSs and it's just not compatible with anything, any SMS app on the Android. So I use one on Android called Textro if you want to give it a go. I will when I get my phone. Back? I was thinking yeah. that the other day about Android, thinking, you know, if they turn around and made their Allo app or whatever it is, even just their normal messaging app that, that Android currently has that you get across the board, most Androids have the same messaging app. If they included Allo services within that app, you'd have the same thing. Mm. Yeah. So I'll, well, Google, they're all releasing a new rich text messaging system that all the telcos have to upgrade their cell towers soon too. Hmm. But why bother upgrade? Why bother doing that? Like when people can just use like WhatsApp or Allo or whatever it is and things like that. Why? Or why Telegram be- or Snapchat or if yeah. they if they built it into their normal messaging app rather than keeping it separate, then I think that they might have half a chance of making these these. Yeah, it should be like a web based ones work because, because I've got a Samsung phone. The default messenger is Samsung Messenger, so. Right. Even if the Google made their default one, Samsung's going to remove it and put their own Samsung Messenger yeah, on Yeah, true. Yep, yep, fair enough. Yeah, well, I just got the Android One's SMS Messenger thing. It's all right, but yeah. The, uh, Samsung, the Samsung Messenger doesn't have a free IP-based messaging like iMessage, though, does it? No. No, so that's kind of, to me, that's, I don't know, I just don't understand it. All right. Well, let, let's go into uh, some stories, and we've got something that we're going to have an argument about later on, probably. That's yeah, our little audio of the week. But anyway, let's start with the... It's white and gold, Glenn. <laughs> I don't know. It's not. Now, it's, uh, uh, Google is introducing a new storage service for paid users called Google One. Very uh, originating, original uh, naming convention there. It's not like Xbox One and... 
PlayStation. It's like the OneDrive from Microsoft. OneDrive. That's yeah. right. It's it's that's what it is. It's storage, just like the OneDrive. Like I don't understand how they how Microsoft wants to let them get away with that. Really, like remember when Windows? I guess you can't copyright one or trademark one. So, oh, but you, but you remember when Windows Eight came out and they had the top the first time we saw the tiles and. Uh, what did they used to call that interface? They called everyone, Metro. 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 And everyone everyone used to say it was horrible. It was yeah. as bad as this. Well, they had to take... Now, one is the same as Metro, and Microsoft were told to get rid of Metro, the word Metro, because, what, was some town or something in Greece or somewhere? So yeah, didn't like didn't like you affecting the Metro train line. Yeah, so how can... And then not remember when uh, SkyDrive... That Microsoft had to remove their name SkyDrive because of bloody Sky TV, you know. Yeah. So how can Google? Yeah. How can Google come around with Google One? Has Microsoft because they're Google? Because <laughs> Google, they can do what they want. Yeah, you think they go? Well, they shake and how could how could Apple do the iPhone when Cisco owned the trademark to iPhone when it came out? Well, but that they've got it now. They must have bought it off them by now. But did Cisco? Oh, but they bought it off them, or they're licensing it. Yeah. Yeah. But was it Cisco that owned it, or just some? Was it yeah. some little back shack or something? Uh, Cisco had iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I want. Well, they must. They would have. Apple would have bought it off them for sure. That they're not going to go forward with that rubbish hanging around their head. Uh, but anyway, this Google One will automate. Well, Google will automatically migrate paid Google Drive customers to the new service, Google One, which introduces or includes price cuts on some of the plans. There's some pretty good plans going here. Uh, the G Suite business customers won't be affected. The new service isn't intended to replace Google Drive. The company will. The company said it will still give 15 gig of storage to each Google account. So this is where I'm getting confused. Now they've got Google Drive still hanging around. That's not going to affect the G Suite customers. And now they've got this Google One. Like, go figure all this out. Uh, the new plans for this Google One Start at $1.99 US for 100 gig of storage, $2.99 for 200 gig, $9.99 for two terabytes a month. Uh, and that's true. I know, it is, that's right. Uh, no Australian pricing as yet. Uh, Google Drive, existing Google Drive customers with one terabyte plans will be automatically upgraded to the two terabyte plan for free. So, along with the structure, the price structure, Google is touting. I wish someone had. Another... I wish someone would break that barrier. Seems to be that everybody, everyone else is breaking barriers, aren't they? Except for the online cloud storage sizes are not breaking. I don't understand. Be... I don't know. I don't know if any of you guys know. I wouldn't have a clue. But like when you look at this storage, this cloud storage, <clears throat> like say you do, you try and say a terabyte, right? So a terabyte you want to store in Amazon, in Amazon AWS. It'll cost you, you know, like frequent access might cost you, I don't know, maybe 45 bucks a month. If you go into the Google you know, cloud storage, it'll probably cost you about the same, maybe 40 bucks a month. So why aren't they offering the same prices to the, to the actual cloud storage? Why is it just this sort of drive in the cloud, you know, hard drive in the it's, cloud? But, it's the same thing, isn't it, really? Well, it's all hard drive space, isn't it? So maybe the cloud storage is due to come down again. Who knows? We'll, they let you we've been waiting for phone data plans to go up, and we're still waiting for cloud storage plans to go up, and we're still mm. carrying around memory sticks that are bigger than any of them, you know? Mm. So they let you map a virtual drive letter to it, I think it would be cool. 
Yeah, I think you can. What was someone was doing that? You get software to do that, I think. Yeah, but they should just do it by default with the Google Drive. You know, mm. they've got this thing rather than relying someone on Someone was doing it at one point. You could install it as a drive, and then, but, but could you install software and stuff to it as or was it still just like a folder but it just I think it's like a folder but um it's like a third party hack that makes it look like it's a drive but it's not really but if apple did it you know out of the box vanilla that would be nice yeah mm. i mean i've got an application on, on one of my tablets that does that on one of my laptops i should say that does that but see i do that crash plan and it just doesn't do mapped drives like i can install it map the drive and it'll back it up it'll go go hard as soon as i reboot the computer it can't connect to the crash plan server because it oh. i don't know why it's just crazy you, still you have to manually reconnect right? what's jace you have to manually reconnect again i've got to mm. uninstall and reinstall so. well it's too much <laughs> every reboot reinstall the app no way so, are you still using the crash plan yeah i thought you'd give up on that already no I'm where's looking, your nest looking for alternatives yeah, well, your NAS? yeah, well, I've got my NAS, but it's got to get. I'm backing it up to the cloud, and it was on Crash Plan. Well, your problem with Crash Plan as well? <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> so did you, you got your little hard drive, and you got your free NAS working too. You're not a three, two, one person. You're a fifty, one hundred seventy. <laughs> no, I've got, I've got the data stored on the, yeah, stored on the server, which is the free NAS. It's redundant on there, so I guess you could call that one lot of backups. I got uh, local backups in the cupboard that I do say every four months or something whenever I get time and put them in there, yeah. and then the rest of it up to the cloud and also up there. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not, clean. I'm not losing anything. Don't you worry. If something goes, oh, and all my photos. He's kept every, he's kept every Aussie, uh, Aussie Tech Heads episode. Yeah, they're all episode one. All backed up. Does he's too yeah. scared to lose any of them? They're all down. All there. that rambling on we've done for years, or you guys have done even longer than me. Yeah, they're... still got it. I've got a Synology drive in the in the lounge room that occasionally I might back up one or two things to, and everything else is Dropbox. But that's about it. Yeah. Well, I've also Dropbox got... cost you a fortune. Dropbox free. Yeah, twenty-five gig. Is it 25, twenty-five gig? gig? Is that all you've got backed up? Is twenty-five gig? It's probably like twenty gig free. <laughs> Where do you put so it? When you've got, so you're backing up all your photos to Google Drive or something instead, and then yeah. that's the problem with all these cloud storages. All the free ones are five gig and fifteen gig and ten gig. You've got to have like all of them working to have enough space. All my photos are in Google Photo Backup and Samsung Account Photo Backup, so I don't worry about them. I don't take any interesting photos anyway. Most of the stuff I take, you know, here's a photo of me, my daughter, upload it to Facebook, delete it. It's on Facebook now if I want to get it back. Mm. I wonder if you could find an application that would sync your data across all of these surfaces, almost like a RAID or something, you know, like you could put your Dropbox and your your OneDrive and your Google Drive and you could put them all together and you calculate them all up and get one space. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? I'm just always deleting photos from Google Photo Backup and Samsung because, you know, I take screenshots of something that's happening right now and I upload it or show it to somebody and then it's backed up to the cloud and then I go out somewhere and take... 50 photos, only 20 of those I want to keep, but I've got 50 of them in the cloud now. It's not like the old days where you get a roll of film and you got 24 shots. That's it. 
Yeah. No, that's now right. you can take There's as too many much crap. I don't care it's ridiculous. about redundancy yeah. backup for all of these photos and stuff. I pick one nice one, stick it on Facebook, maybe Instagram if I feel like it. That's about it. And well, do you lose quality putting them on Instagram or Facebook? Do they scale them down or are they still original? Probably a little bit, but I'm no uh, photographer who needs it in 4K. I'm not going to print it out. I'm not going to stick it on a 4K no. TV or anything. Just no. here's me and my daughter. We're having fun down at the beach. All my friends like it. That's all I care about now. It doesn't matter. Mm. As, long, as long as he doesn't work at IBM, they, they've banned USB drives apparently. Not allowed to take yes. one into the building. But I wonder if they're going to be like the um, companies that pour super glue in all the USB ports. Oh, who does that? Fair dinkum. Lots of them, that, yeah. Really? Yeah, so big you, companies, you don't want people putting a USB drive, bringing either taking data out of the company that's proprietary or introducing oh. a virus. Cloud drives are so accessible now, though. You don't even need a USB drive. They're going to start blocking off all the, the sites as well, so you can't yep. go and log into your cloud. Yeah, so why not just disable the USB port? That's, that's not, not good enough. They just Somebody actually... might find you. Oh, then you've got to have your supervisor password for BIOS and stuff, I suppose, but... They might find some way around it. So yeah, you you can Google it. You'll find yeah. a lot of places. You get into your office and you get into your office and your staff member's got the side of the computer off and they're trying to plug everything back in because you took it out. Well, I guess yeah. that's the ultimate, what isn't it? Happen? It's, it's, it'll never get hacked. That's ultimate. There's never no, no workaround. <laughs> it's just it's no workaround at all. Oh, why, your boss gets in and says, your boss gets in and says, what are you playing with the boss and the computer for, you idiot? What are you doing? You know, like someone well, comes in with a hammer and a chisel trying to get the super glue out of the yeah, port so they with a little torch or a little flame or something. Must be some pretty damn it. important data on there that they want to get off, you know. Like yeah. what are you doing with that? Oh there's some uh yeah, some uh, hair stuck in there or something, yeah. Oh, now, everything's on the pretty much everything almost is on the cloud these days anyway. So if it's not on the computer to get it on USB, you get it somewhere mm. else pretty much. Yeah, don't worry about sticking chewy in there. Just stick super glue. They're... Oh, okay. Oh, wrong, wrong chewy. <laughs> Try it. Oh, what's happening here? Sound effects. Now, <laughs> what's what have you got here, Jace? Huge Facebook data leak. What's going on with that? Yeah, data from millions of Facebook users who use a popular personality app, including their answers to intimate questionnaires, was left exposed online for anyone to access, a new scientist investigation has found. Academics at the University of Cambridge distributed the data from the personality quiz app My Personality to hundreds of researchers via a website with insufficient security provisions, which led to it being left vulnerable to access for four years. Getting access illicitly was relatively easy. The data was highly sensitive, revealing personal details of Facebook users, such as the results of psychological tests. It was meant to be stored and shared anonymously. However, such poor precautions were taken that de-anonymizing would not be hard. This type of data is very powerful and there's a real potential for misuse, says Chris Sumner of the Online Privacy Foundation. UK's data watchdog, the Information Commissioner's Office, has told new scientists that it's investigating. And apparently you could just do a Google search for the username and password and find that online and then oh just download it and unlock it and seal it over. And if you didn't know that, you know it now. Yep. So You're welcome. But, you know, like with all this stuff coming out about Facebook and all the security leaks and that, I, I don't see many stories about its, its uh, user base falling. There's nowhere else to go. No. <laughs> like there is yeah. nowhere else to go. Where What are you going to do? Go to that Google? Well, there was there that, was a new that Facebook one. Open source one called Diaspora it. that they tried to make and nobody cared about it and they lost all the funding, I think, and shut down. Mm. Yeah. It was someone. Who wants me. to go to a place called Diaspora? It sounds like <laughs> diarrhea. 
Something <laughs> with aspirin? I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Too much aspirin. Isn't that one of those future novels where the you know the whole world is destroyed by nuclear missiles and people are scavenging in the street or something? Nature yeah. for aspirin. Sounds yeah. right. That sounds like it, doesn't it? Yeah, but yeah, you just uh, what was that Google one called? That they had Google uh, something or other. They still are still going around, isn't it? Google Pages, Google Plus, Plus, Plus Google Hang. Right. Yeah, I think yeah. that they still is that still around. I heard of another one that's come out, but I can't remember the name of it. Obviously, it didn't seem very important to me, but there was one someone was talking about. I've heard of a couple of them over the years, but, but no one's look, ever read them. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be hard to get taken off Facebook. You know, dethroned. It's Facebook. tradition. It's tradition. Once you once you break it, it's hard to get it back too. Like you look at you look at MySpace. It was popular, and then it went. And there's no there's no way you'd get it back, even if they reinvented themselves and made themselves mm. as good as Facebook. They could be identical to Facebook and they still never get it back. Remember how awesome Orcut was? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember Orcut at all. Didn't you join that one? That no. was a Google one. Or, it was no. supposed to be taking on Facebook when Facebook came out and everyone tried it out and then shut it down their accounts and didn't care. But apparently in Brazil, it was really hot for a very long time until they shut it down. Google gave up on it. So again, someone 13 years ago... This is what it says on the webpage. You you may not know me, but 13 years ago, I started a network called Orcut.com. While I was working as an engineer at Google, I'm the guy Orcut.com was named after. Obviously, his name was Orcut. So it was the so. Is there not an end in there? An end, an end in that? No, sorry. So in 2000, <laughs> in 2014, he's missing an end from his name. You mean Norcut? Yeah, yeah Norcut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Starts with an N. Doesn't have an N at the end somewhere. No. Yeah. So yeah. So it's gone. When in 2014, it was a sad moment. Orcut has become a community of over 300 million people. Such an amazing adventure. Never even heard of it. Don't know. Never heard of that one. We. Yeah. I've had people telling me that the place to be is, is Instagram. I don't even have an Instagram, but everyone tells me that's. I'm on weird. Instagram, and everyone tells me Telegram now. Oh right, Telegram. I'll have to look into that one. That's the go. All right. Oh, he said so I didn't even know you could chat on Instagram. And someone said there's even a messaging app type thing as part of yeah, Instagram. Yeah, it's got direct messaging. FaceTime and all that kind of stuff that's built in. I'm like, I don't even know. I've never even used it. I think I registered when it first came out. As you do, you get a new app and you register and it's all fun and for a while and then you forget about it. And that's kind of what happened with me. So Jay's just sent me a uh, infographic about the Google's foray into the social media uh, space and started back in 2003. Uh, Google buys Pyra Labs, the creator of Blogger, and then then went to 2000. Same year 2003 receives 30 million buyout offer from Google. What Friendstar? Friendstar. Then 2004 Google launches Orcut, and then April 2004 Gmail launched. Just got out of beta a couple of years ago. Uh, May 2011. Yeah. To, May 11. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> don't, don't. I can't, I can't hear it now. Google acquires Dodgeball. Yep. Then 2005. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it goes on. It goes on for five hours. I'm not going to read all that. All right, but you can find that there anyway. And they still haven't got it right. No, they still haven't. Remember Google oh, Wave. You must know that one. I do remember Google Wave. I didn't mind that. I thought that was okay. You know, you, you, it's interesting. you could see what the other person was typing as they were typing 2009. It. Mm. That's what got rolled into Google Docs so you can both all collaborate on the same document and stuff. Well, remember they said that Google I think that was started actually in Australia. 
Google Docs. Do you still you use Google Docs? Yeah. Speaking of Google Docs, you use it? Oh, yeah. Right now. Yeah. So do you use the the Microsoft one as well? No. I always wonder whether people even half the time I don't even reckon people realise that they even know that Microsoft has Word and Office and it's those pus. things built in normal. Hey, that's pus, pus. You don't, well, you don't like it. I reckon it's it's identical. No, I, I I was doing something with Eric one day, and we had a spreadsheet, and I was showing him something, or he was showing me something, or something was happening. And anyway, so I said, "Did you see that? We did it through because he's got three six five. So we did it through Excel through through three six five. I said, look, I'll just type in a figure here or whatever I was doing.' So I typed it in, and he goes, "Have you typed it in yet?" I went, "Yeah." And it took about thirty seconds, and he goes, "Oh, here it is." And so I said, "Well, this is rubbish. Scrap this. Go to Google uh, Docs, and we'll do the spreadsheet in Google Docs." And as I typed it, it was instant. Well, I've never done collaboration so, really, kind of. Yeah, Apple fine. Pages and Apple spreadsheets had trouble for a while with collaboration. Mm. But yeah, I, I think the Google Docs, I think the Google is just just going off. I think it's just that's just where you've got to have the Google. To me, I, but to me, I would have thought that everybody is so used to the Microsoft Word and Excel and those sorts of things that oh, why look, would they try? Look, look, I would say like Facebook versus some other social net, media network. You know, we look, all get no. kind of stuck in one. Thing right. when you go and yeah. you log into your Outlook account and you open up Word, it's identical. Yeah, but, it's free. But if you go, if you, so the majority of the, the world, right? Say just you and me and people who sit at home doing mm. you know jack shit, they, they go into Excel. You know, they're not they're not doing pivot tables or anything like this. So their the, their needs are easily satisfied in the Google spreadsheet. Because they're all they're doing you want is to maybe, do your home grocery budget and stuff. Yeah, that's right. You you know you how much rent you're paying and all this sort of stuff. You're not doing you know complex sheets and relationship mm. bloody spreadsheets and all this sort of stuff. And, and or databases. Yeah, I don't think. Could... Why do they say that the, the big businesses and all that you know always go for Microsoft Office three six five or whatever? They all do it. They well, all, that's all they that. know. Yeah. Plus they get accounts. And plus, I do think that, like, if you're doing, you know, things like I keep using pivot table, I don't think Google Docs has pivot tables. Uh, Google Spreadsheet has a pivot table, so you can't do it. So high-end, complexy sort of stuff, yes, you're going to have to get, look at Word. Look how powerful is Word. And then you don't need that. You need bold, increase the font, change the font, change the color. And But you can do exactly that, bold, increase the font, change the color just in Word. It's the same thing. Why wouldn't you want to be compatible with what everyone else is using? That's As right. of June 2017, uh, Google spreadsheets got pivot tables. Oh, are they? Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, I'll stand correct. They're getting more. They're getting better and better. Well, I reckon I've used Google Docs maybe once or twice, and that's the only place I put all my stuff. I haven't. And I, didn't I built get a it. new computer here. I haven't even installed any Microsoft. I mean, I've got it, but Outlook I didn't. Or I didn't Word or Excel or no. Access. No, you don't. OneNote. No. And it's just, it's just so easy because as soon as you got Excel documents, then you got to worry about backing them up. You know, if they're just... what about what about in school, for example? You reckon most kids in school are being taught how to use Google Docs or taught how to use Word and Excel? Well, I think it depends. It, like it's like a pub, isn't it? You know, is the pub going to be a Tui's pub or is it going to be a VB pub? So, you know, I think... Yeah, but if they're being taught how to use Word and Excel, why, why would you insist that they use Google Chrome, uh, Google Docs? Well, I would it's free at home. Yeah, I would insist mm. they use it. I'm just coming from the point of view where it, the collaboration works better. Uh, I've had a lot of people insist. They tell me, oh, you should use it. It's so great. It's so good. It's so much better. 
but then you look at you look at the stats of how many people actually use Word, and I think, why do they? Well, I think because yeah, well, that's what what has been done since day dot. You know, that mm. it's always been Word, and you're right, it is mm. it is more compatible. Like you know, you save your document, you send it to someone, they can open it straight away, they can edit it. A um, mm. bit more mucking around, so I guess they've got the and it costs money. Well, it does cost money, yeah, but but, but it's not; it's free. If you get onto your normal, like I jump on my 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 Hotmail account, that's how old mine is. It's still a Hotmail, but you get on there, and you've got Word and Excel and OneDrive and everything all built in with your where your webmail is. No, as long as that's on, as long as it's stored on your OneDrive, you can do what you want. No, you'd be paying for it though. Well, I've never paid for it. <clears throat> is it is just it, open? Yeah, are you using this on a tablet or on a computer? Uh, just just. On any, just open up as long as it's a. As long you just open it up in your browser, in your web browser. As not, long as it's on your OneDrive. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think you can open them from your computer. They've got to be on your OneDrive on your cloud. Oh, I don't know about that. You got to pay for it. Yeah. You can't. No. Yeah, it's not free. I've never paid for it. Someone has to. Well, I've never paid for it ever. <laughs> I don't think you get it for free. You well, can't. how would I be using it then? Are you telling me it's popping up and out saying you can't edit this document unless you pay for it? Well, maybe. You could probably read it. But, yeah, editing might be a different story. I know you – I think well, that, you, Yeah, I mean, you can share a document with a friend and you can give them permission to edit it. If you uh, – um, if they've got – maybe if they've got Word, like if you haven't got Word – Well, if you've got the Word app on your phone – But that's different right. because – Just the, as long as you sign in. Yeah, but on your phone or your tablet, it's free. But on your PC, it's not. So I don't think you'd be able I to... I just logged yeah, into talking, Word but I'm online not... using but I'm not... a Outlook account, my just generic Microsoft one. I'm not talking about opening it up on your PC. I'm talking about opening it up in your browser. So you, you just open it up in Word on, in your browser. Yeah, it's working for me and I haven't paid for it. I don't know. So where'd you, where'd you do that at? OneDrive.live.com. Just log in and go to your OneDrive and click on a document that you've got saved there. And my kids do it all the time. Like they open up because I've got user accounts set on their PCs, yeah, rather than using mine. And I, I haven't installed Office on the computers. They're like, Dad, we want to do a Word document. I'm like, we'll just open up the browser and go to your go to the OneDrive thing, and you can. So you reckon if I log in here? At AussieTechheads at Outlook.com.au. He's just sharing that with everyone there. Yeah, That's they, pretty good. They can send me an email if they like. <laughs> You're going to get spam ones. Oh, no. I'll spam you. If, if even Glenn doesn't know the password, they're not going to get on there. <laughs> <laughs> I probably don't know the password of this. Maybe I don't. Doesn't your last drive, your last pass have it there? It yeah, looks like it's got probably. five passwords. Click on your last pass. Uh, I think it's that one. Hang on, I'll do it again. I think I know what it is. I'm I'm just mistyping it because I've got too many things in front of me. I would assume that the the, calib- the um, collaboration. I nearly said calibration. Then the collaboration of um, documents online with Word would be just as good as Google Docs if if you're online. Well, that- Maybe the syncing back. To your computer and that might not so, I don't know. so when I log in it says so it offers me 
$10 a month to, for premium, get the latest Word, Excel, PowerPoint, blah, blah, blah. So if it's all free, why are they offering me off the bat to sign up for 10 a month? So Probably for because more they want you to, maybe because they want you to sign up and pay them 10 a month. So how do I go? How do I get the... You know the you know the hamburger hamburger I call them hamburglers hamburger icon at the top where you can pick word and all that. Well, I don't have that. Where do you get that from? Up here. There's like a little thing where you can select, you know, to go to Outlook or whatever. Yeah, here it is. OneDrive. Yeah. You can get. I think you can even get OneNote from there, can't you? The same thing. Okay, Microsoft's website says get started with Office Online now. No install required. Required. Choose your favorite app. It's free. So there you go. And you just jump on and create a doc. And it's look PowerPoint you open that up. Word. You open that up now, and to me that looks that looks pretty much identical to it does. Your You're right. You're right. App on the computer. So why confuse everybody else with all these it's like it's like you know, we've got a different app for everything. It gets confusing. I would just love everybody to use the same thing. You know, yeah, like right. they do with Facebook, everybody's on the one platform. So save a copy to OneDrive. You can't save it to your... Oh, you can download a copy yeah. to your computer, it says there, third can one you, down. Can you share it with other people? Yeah, then? said you could collaborate. Oh, there you go. Well, that's yeah, you can collaborate. I, yeah, right. I send song, like set lists to the guys before we do our gigs. Right. Well, I didn't know you just could do that. In, in your, so in your OneDrive, you just go to your OneDrive folder and you find the file and you just yeah. right-click on it and share. And you can share to another common... You, email address Jordan really schooled us this show yeah or you can well, um, or you can share to anybody with the link so anybody with the link can edit it yeah right there's different options yeah excellent all right well let's move there on. you we'll go and it's the same we'll have a play with that later yeah well, so that's good yeah I'm glad yeah well yeah, yeah a lot of people I'm surprised how many people don't actually know that exists well I never knew it either. I had no idea no so many people don't know it exists it's like Microsoft don't want to advertise it because they want you to pay for it probably well, why do they? Yeah. Anyway, well, well, that's enough to spend on that. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. All right. Have a think about that. One. <laughs> All right. Let, let's have it. Let's. Yeah. Oh, Jesus! Nearly half. We're nearly finished with the show. We haven't done any stories. Now, listen. Um. Look, just quickly. Look, everyone has got some hosting with us. Thank you. And you might get an email no with a, with a little <laughs> with a little survey. So if you could, I would appreciate it if you could fill that out. That'll help us. Uh, just Glenn is really forward. really good. Yeah, you can put that in if you like. I'll get that. I go. Oh yeah, boost my morale. Do you have um, Let's Encrypt? Is that available? Uh, no. <laughs> Short story. But you can get that yourself anyway, I guess, and install it in your cPanel if you want yeah, to. Well, yes. Wouldn't cPanel provide that as an option? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Glenn was saying at the. I was just saying because Glenn said at the start of the show that make sure that your site's encrypted because of Google doing the change. And for those who don't know what Let's Encrypt is, it's a free, free three month mm. SSL. Yeah, you for do three the, months, do it and you just auto renew it every every three months, and you don't have to pay for it. Do it yourself for free, uh, but if you don't want to do it yourself, uh, yeah, that costs you. So, all right, let's go. Look, just, let's just hit Laurel or Yanny out of the way. Okay, hit hit it, Jordan. Laurel, Let what's that? What did you say? You got to listen to Laurel. this, everyone. Okay, Laurel. <laughs> Laurel. 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 Would you like to, me to just leave Laurel. it on repeat? No, that'll do. That's enough. <laughs> now. Laurel. It's almost like rapping, isn't it? Laurel. It's one of these things that's going around the internet if you haven't seen it already. But whatever you heard, you ask the person next to you uh, to listen to it and they'll hear probably something different. 
Now, funnily enough, when I first listened to this today, I was hearing Yanny. I could not hear anything else but Yanny, and I thought it was completely um, just crazy notion that anyone could actually get Laurel out of it. And then I listened to it now, and all I hear is Laurel. I can't. Well, I've never heard Yanny. One of my friends was saying, I know why people are hearing different things. It's because there's several different versions of the audio going around the internet and trying to trick people. And I'm like, no. I, I played it and I hear Laurel and my daughter hears the Yanny. Yeah. So if I Google it, if I Google it, will I get, will it come up as with all the different if you If you pitch it up, there's a guy who pitched it up and down. If you pitch it down, it sounds like Laurel. If you pitch it up high, it sounds like Yanny. Yeah, so I, well, let me get that address there. But but the thing is, it, it originally came from a website that was uh, like a dictionary, and it had the word Laurel for Laurel Reef, and they had a computer-generated audio to, to tell you how to pronounce Laurel. And some people were saying, no, it doesn't sound like Laurel. Yeah, well, well, I was watching this one today, uh, this one that I could put up on the screen, and all I could hear was Yanny, and now the same one, exactly the same one, unless unless the unless these videos swap every six hours or something without people knowing, but all I can hear now is Laurel. It is the well, one we- that I saw. It had a built-in built into the website that you could. It had a slider, and you could pitch it up and down. And you listen to it just playing constantly and you slowly pitch it up until you hear it change to Yanny and then you click on yes, that's it and they're yeah. doing like a collection yeah. of data to see whereabouts the pitch change for people who hear Laurel until they can hear it saying Yanny. Yeah. You're not hearing Laurel. me playing with audio, are you? No. No. Laurel. No, so that is just the weirdest thing, I'll tell you. That's because I've listened to the exact same thing. There's, yeah, there's Yanny. Well, my, my cousin listened to it and she had three other people in her house, family, and they all heard Yanny. And she's like, it's Yanny, it's Yanny. And I was like, no, nah, that's very funny. Haha, <laughs> no, it's not. And then I've never heard it say it posted on Facebook. Actually, now nobody in the family can hear Yanny. They all hear Laurel. And it was I the never same heard. Computer, the same speaker, <laughs> same people. Yeah. Just heard same it. file? Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. It's the I've wit- never I've never heard Yanny from the moment you mentioned it. I I didn't even know about it. I was like, "What the hell are you talking well, about?" Well, you go and listen to that same one tomorrow, and you'll hear Yanny. Yeah, I reckon that's just the weirdest thing. I've that my my, my it's mind's too fine. old for me. I won't hear Yanny because I can hear the oh, all at the end of it no, so clearly. Oh, I, oh, oh, oh. no, because oh. I I sat here before. So it's got the American slang to it. Laurel. I sat here before, oh. and all I could hear was Yanny, and I'm listening just. To, at the start, I'm just going. No way can you get it all out of it, yeah. And and I said, this is ridiculous. It is Yanny all money. Yeah, completely different. I don't know. I, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, go and have a listen. I'd be interested. There's a few. I just googled it while you were while you were um, talking about it, and there's a few news reports. Like even on television, there's been what Channel Seven and that have, and all them have done yeah. little clips. Oh, it's the weirdest thing. It. It's the weirdest thing. Everyone's talking about it. Hmm. Now, did you have any uh, stories this late in the show, uh, <laughs> Jordan? Well, uh, nothing probably really important. I can, you well, can probably a, skip me if you want. I'll, that's all right. I think, yeah, me and Jace got enough to... to I had a out. headline. What did I have? I had, I leaked Apple source code, maybe the biggest in history. Oh, that happened again. And I had Google's yeah. possibly preparing a streaming game service for Chromecast. 
Oh, nice. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be good. I just got a Chromecast, so awesome, yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because um, even as uh, as I typed that title, uh, where are we? I have heard, sorry, I've had a hard time buying into it. At the same time, the idea, it has me incredibly excited. According to a site called The Information News, uh, sorry, news has spread pretty quickly across the internet of a project code named Yeti, not Yammy, or Yanny, Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> the Google uh, that Google is working on the specifics aren't completely solidified, but it seems something is definitely going on with this development. According to an article over at the Village, Google's latest foray foray uh, into gaming will be something similar to PlayStation Now or Nvidia's GeForce Now. Mm. These services don't require immense hardware, and they run on a collection of games on high-powered servers that are streamed to your home. Instead of dealing with a massive console rollout, this approach would allow Google to use its existing infrastructure and massive cloud computing expertise to leverage great gaming with minimal hardware for the user. Google's recent acquisition of Phil Harrison, I don't know what that is, uh, who's been employed in leadership roles at both Xbox and PlayStation, also signals that the company may be finally ready to get serious about gaming in a way that makes um, sense for the connected cloud-based generation. Uh, the biggest question is the hardware. Early signs are pointing to a Chromecast-powered service being tested with Yeti. How that will work remains a bit of a mystery. However, uh, as there would be no way to connect a controller to the Chromecast at this point, at least not that we're aware of, the blah, 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 blah. We just talks about my, as long as maybe got, Bluetooth as and all that. As long as it's got Donkey Kong and Dig Dug, I'll be right. I'll sign up. Mm. I've been trying to get the a, a, a badge on Dig Dug on the Xbox, and I've got to eat all the all the dirt, and I haven't done it yet. I'm just trying the to whole do screen. The whole screen. I've nearly done it. I've had about five bits left, and I got done. I but, even had it on the VZ. Only they called it Dig Out, but it was oh, the same game. I do remember. I remember that. Now, uh, Australian Space. So you're going to play games with your Chromecast, Jace. You can let us know. Yeah. Australian. Wait, what's my controller? It'd yeah, be like um, Angry Birds, like we get on the Roku. <laughs> yeah. A TENS machine hooked up to somewhere. Uh, Australian Space Agency is to launch on July the 1st. The federal budget included $41 million over four years, and it's all going to start from eighteen nineteen to grow the Australian space in the industry. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so they're going to open up something or other. Currently, Australia's domestic space in- industry is worth about $3.94 billion, uh, equivalent to around 0.8% of the $345 billion global space economy the gro- yeah so that's all going good um yeah i think that's where it's at isn't it like you know when elon launched his car and stuff in the space at cape canaveral he, he rented that he rented that space he rented the space from nasa to do it all and and you know we've got pretty much perfect conditions down here in australia down in parks and all that sort of place well let's let launch some of these suckers apparently it's going to help us uh, help australia get better gps so that's all good uh jace got any quickies Yep, uh, Twitter is announcing on Tuesday it'll begin hiding tweets from certain accounts and conversations and search results. Oh. To see them, you'll have to scroll to the bottom of the conversation, click show more replies, or go into the search settings and choose see everything. Think of them as Twitter's equivalent of the Yelp reviews that are not currently recommended or the Reddit comments that have comments score below the threshold. But there's one difference. When Twitter's software decides a certain user is detracting from the conversation, all of that user's tweets will be hidden from search results and public conversations until their reputation improves. And they won't know that they're being muted in this way. Twitter says it's still working on ways to notify people and help them get back into its good graces. 
In the meantime, their tweets will still be visitors to their followers as usual and will still be able to be retweeted by others. They just won't show up in the conversational threads or search results by default. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think Facebook has gone the same way. and they got little up and down arrows for comments? You seen those? No. No, for comments under... I think news stories and that there's little arrows you can you can oh, okay. push the story. Yeah, them. I don't read news stories on Facebook. Nah, well, well, I do. Like that's probably where you get where I get most of my news these days. Like who watches six o'clock news? I don't. Where do you I get... just uh, wake up in the morning and say, "Okay, Google, good morning," and it tells me all the news. Yeah, well, that's another thing that my phone wasn't doing properly. It wasn't talking to me. It would do a few. Uh, it would do a couple of things. It was sulking. It might have been. I said, "Did you I, upset it, Glenn? What did you do? Yeah. What did you ask it to do? <laughs> wouldn't you like to know?" But I'm she, sorry, Glenn. I can't do that. No, she wouldn't either. Oh, I tell you, Siri was a lot more uh, re- reliable. <laughs> New South Wales is to be that's right. New South Wales is to begin a statewide digital license rollout. This is for, for you, Jace. Uh, in 2016, they started rolling out digital licenses initially for the uh, for the f- fishing recreational fishing fee licenses, uh, responsible service of alcohol, and the responsible conduct of gaming competency card. But by March 2017, some 20,000 people had signed up for these digital licenses. It's been a success, they said. Yeah, so they, they said they mm. let's do it for drivers' licenses. Where was this? New South Wales. Because I think I yeah that's right. I I think Western Australia already did it somewhere. I talked about this on a show a, a couple of months back where I was saying I wish we all had digital licenses, then we wouldn't need. You to could carry have been WA. Wallet. You might be right there. Yeah, now that you bring that up. Uh, so anyway, and they've been and I've been saying what now we're going to do it in an app or something? Can you you store yeah, your yeah. license in the app? It'll be in an app, yeah, yeah. And then we can then we can use NFC and have our cards and all these things. Because the only reason you need to carry a wallet these days is for your IDs. Just Photoshop it. <laughs> and then I think one of you guys like, said, "I think one of you guys I, said you've taken a photo of your license or something." Yeah, in, I have in your phone, just in case you ever. Yeah, yeah, I did. In case you ever really need it. Yeah, yeah, that's in my phone uh, as a business card, just in case a photo. They'll be something. like, "Hey, you don't look like the the Glenn Goodman that we've got on our service," and I'll be like, "What? No, <laughs> it totally is me." Hang on, see, look. <laughs> Yes. Well, I'll be, I, is that is that, is that Glenn Goodman from Aussie Deckheads? Oh, let yeah. him through. Oh, we love that show. On your way, sir. On your way, sir. Don't book him. Let him off. Oh, get up. You weren't speeding. It's all right. Have a nice day. Off your knees, officer. You don't have to do that. Uh, now, <laughs> now, Chase, you're not Siri. Now, uh, go back to what's the one you've got here? Uh, this bleeping computer. They're, they're always uh, interesting. Yeah. Microsoft has halted the deployment of Windows 10 April 2018 update for computers using certain types of Intel and Toshiba solid-state drives, SSDs. The Redmond-based OS maker took this decision following multiple user reports about the Windows 10 April 2018 update not working properly on devices using Intel SSD 600P series, Intel SSD Pro 6000P series, Toshiba XG4, Toshiba XG5, and Toshiba BG3 series hard drives. The Intel and Toshiba issues appear to be different. More specifically, Windows PCs using Intel SSDs would often crash and enter a UFI screen after reboot, while users of Toshiba SSDs reported lower battery life and SSD drives becoming very hot. 
In both cases, Microsoft is recommending users go back to their previous version of Windows, the full creators update, oh or reinstall the entire OS if they can't access the Windows setting panel from where they can downgrade. Curiously is that the Intel series are usually the SSDs that ship with some of the Surface Pro laptops, meaning Microsoft failed to thoroughly test the April 2018 update on its own homegrown mm -hmm. devices. Dear, oh dear. I reckon there's other problems with it as well. Have yep. you, has everyone here upgraded to the April edition? I, didn't. I had to. You had to? Yes, I was. Oh, I had this terrible trouble. I wanted to install the Fitbit desktop app so that I could sync audio to my Fitbit watch. And the desktop app was only installable from the Windows Store now for some reason that I'm. His like, Google Chrome said, Jason, do the update. And he went, okay. <laughs> so I went to install it from the Windows Store. And every time I clicked install on any app in the Windows Store, it just would refresh the page, refresh the page every time I hit get. So it wouldn't actually install anything. That's the problem I've got now since I upgraded. I can't so, install anything from the app store. I just get the get. The okay. get and I've got that on every Windows device at the moment. Have a look on jasonoakley.com. I've got workaround for that, how I eventually got it to work. So I, uh, I will. I'll There's a plug for my website, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I updated every one of my devices and, and my brother's as well, because it started with him. I fixed his for him and yep. we couldn't, couldn't, I, I had I, to do the I update to rebuild and, it again or? and it would come up with um, trying to install the update failed, update failed. And then I'd hit download and it download, you know, like 500, 600 meg of data. And then um, my updates failed. fail. So the I rebooted about six times and then it's like installing update. And I was like, okay, there we go. And finally, after a few more reboots itself, it came back up and I still couldn't do it in the store. So I went, ran the store app and I logged out of the store and then logged back into the store and suddenly everything worked. See, I, ran in, I, I read somewhere that it's that failing update that causes that problem. Possibly. And then, but then, so, but I didn't have any failing at all. Try logging out, logging back in the store now, now that you've done the update. Try that. Oh, yeah. I just found that I answered my own question. I was saying, Jace, you where, where's your RSS feed for your website? But I just found it. Who uses RSS? <laughs> Seriously, I just had this conversation with someone on Twitter. He's like, what's the best RSS app for iPhone? I'm like, nobody uses RSS. What is wrong with you? You oh, know how? Why not? That's Sorry. It's so 2000s. <laughs> well, yeah. well, well what, what's replace it that's better? Why, why you get you get your news on Facebook? I go to Slashdot or news websites. I don't ever RSS anything anymore. Well, I used to have my little OXML file that I take everywhere and import it into the different thing. Suddenly that one wouldn't work. I put on the Google feed burner and then that didn't work. And then I go into another one and trying to find the best RSS reader. And now I just don't read any of them. Well, I'll show you why I use RSS feeds. I use the thing called Feedly to grab them all. And look at this. You put all the RSS feeds down here, and then you can just get all the stories that you want, RSS fed in. Now, how quick's that? Going I've just gone through five or six different I sources. I seem to keep up to date with everything without that. <laughs> well, I don't. This is all in one place, and it's so easy. <laughs> this is what I. This is how I do it. It's great. What's I the Doctor it. Who one? We want to know. Oh, the... the you know, one. I just found your site. I've got it there. There's yeah, this one. The genesis just, of the Daleks is going to be in the cinemas. Just, just, uh, just quietly, I may have done some more voice acting for an upcoming 
Doctor Who audio oh, and episode. Were you a, 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 an a enemy or who were you? Oh, I, I didn't do that. No, no, no. I was going to say, though, but before you move on to that topic, I was going to say on that Windows thing, that syncing thing, it yeah. was the themes that didn't work. Did you fix that while you are in that process? Because nothing theme. synced for me. Everything stopped syncing. It wasn't oh, just... Oh, to your account. Everything was not syncing. You couldn't get oh, the no, themes. Oh, my, no, my account synced, and once I restarted, everything just came back again with the themes and everything. Well, I updated no. to... Oh. I'll look at it. I updated to April just yesterday uh, and had no problem. I haven't had come across a problem. Have you installed anything in the Windows Store? I don't go into the Windows Store. Right. <laughs> that was my problem. I hate it. Yeah. Windows Store. Well, I yeah. noticed it because my, only because the wallpapers weren't syncing between my two devices. I'm like, hang on, my wallpaper's not changing. I Jordan noticed it because he wanted to install Edge from the Microsoft right. Store. That didn't work. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm going to be able hey, to... I read an article the other day saying that Edge is the best, most secure browser out of all of them still. Is that been... on Microsoft.com or...? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Redmond Fan Club. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. So where were you? I'm sorry to pull you back on the stories there. You can move on now. That's all right. I think we got Tangents one. Tangents is where we live down the rat hole. We got, yeah. we got one more and it's... We uh... wanted to hear Jason's story. We wanted to finish his story about his, uh, his voice acting for Doctor Who. I was kind of halfway through it, and then I wanted to You'll get just have to week. wait. Keep an eye on the Doctor Who Audio Drummers website. Hmm. I can't say anything. In fact, for the first time, they didn't actually give us the whole story either. Everybody only got the scenes that had their parts in it, so I don't know half of the show, what's, or most of it actually, because I only got a small part this time, because what happened? Oh, they emailed me and said, hey, would you like to be a voice actor in this? And I was like, totes. Then they sent me an email saying, would you like to be this character? And Google helpfully put it into my spam folder. Oh, no. ah, so good, two, good. two weeks after they they asked me, they sent me an email saying, well, sorry, you didn't want to be involved in this. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so, so I went into the spam folder and there it is. There and it I'm was. emailing back, oh, please, 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 can I be in it? And they're like, oh, we we're going to offer you one of the major roles. And I was like, no. so this So did you miss it? They didn't, they didn't backtrack and give it to you? You still missed it? Well, they uh, had offered it to somebody else in the meantime because they didn't reply to say that I was interested. And then, uh, yeah, so I got a smaller part. I'm in a couple of scenes, but it was a lot of fun to do and I'll probably get in something better next time. Now I've completely whitelisted and made it an important thing and never sent it spam and never deleted. Yeah, probably still will. It It was probably one of your algorithms, Jace. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Now, uh, is is this like fan audio? Is this what it is? It's called Doctor Who Audio Dramas, where they make their own um, episodes and then get people to act in them. I've been in probably half a dozen now. Yeah. You can find them from the Jason. So you like put on different voices and stuff. And yeah, well, I did one. One, I was actually three different characters in the same thing, all in the same family. I think they're all Scottish or something. So I had to do all slightly different Scottish accents for every character that was in the same family. That was a lot of fun. And I was a baddie too. So I like playing the baddies. They're always fun. Yeah. I've got a mate who does voiceovers for everything. He can, he can impersonate anybody and everything. Family guy to David Letterman to whatever you want. And I say to him, what the hell are you doing in bands? You could make so much money doing kids animation voiceovers and things like that. Like, yeah. I could be really good if you can get your foot in the door, if you've got the ability to change your voice. Mm. I would like to be Keith Scott. (laughs) If people don't know Australian voice actors, look up Keith Scott. He's awesome. 
Yeah, I don't know who it is. He's got the um, Australian contract for, I think it's, um, uh, what's the, like Merry Melodies and stuff like that. He oh, does yeah, Bugs Bunny right. and um, Elmer Fudd. And, uh, he does voices for those. Australia, for the TV commercials, yep. He oh, did, uh, he's on How Green Was My Cactus. He does half the voices on there. Yeah, yeah I've heard right. of that one. Hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, quickly, Jace, you better tell us about these uh, robots that have been bashed up. <laughs> Security robot beaten up with barbecue sauce. Yum. <laughs> Under normal circumstances, we never encourage or endorse slathering someone in barbecue, beating them up and leaving them lying on the side of the road. And that goes for both humans and robots. We're not exactly short-circuiting with anger over this one mechanical security guard who had the exact thing happen to it because it's tasked with harassing homeless people. In a story that first came across in New York magazine, a night scope security bot used by a non-profit organization in San Francisco in part to discourage homeless people from congregating was found lying on its side, wrapped up in a tarp and marinating in some barbecue <laughs> sauce. No word on what flavor or brand. The five foot tall, 300 pound machine that fittingly looks like it was inspired by Doctor Who's Daleks is designed to alert authorities of any untoward behavior, but apparently it wasn't able to get help for itself in time. If you're looking for a great backstory for your dystopian novel, robot security guards that scare your dog and harass the homeless while roaming one of the richest cities in the world is pretty fantastic foundation. Whether you keep the barbecue sauce or go with another condiment is up to you. So what? how do they, How? what's their... Go with another watch? What's their force? Like, what do they what do? What's the word you just used there? <laughs> Alert authorities. Oh, is that all they do? They, they, they don't exterminate you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be some legal ramifications for that. <laughs> they look pretty cool. They don't, they're not. They're, they're a bit more technically advanced than your uh, vacuum. vacuum yeah, robot. remember we yeah. did a story a few months ago about one of them that was found inside a fountain that had fallen down the steps and was getting washed in the fountain. <laughs> You're right. Oh, I remember oh. seeing a video on them years ago thinking they were amazing. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they look pretty cool, don't they? Have a look for what do you look just if you want to Google um yes, search for security robot found beaten up and covered in barbecue mm. sauce. Yeah. Awesome. And, and, and you'll 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 get there. You'll get there. All right. All right. Well we've gone over. I might have been more interested if it was chili sauce. Yeah. Yeah. And Especially you, a porto. Oh, that stuff is delicious to die for. But they look pretty cool, don't they? Yep. Yeah, they, they're roaming around there. They do look a little bit like a Dalek. Someone should have stuck a stuck a sink plunger. plunger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Wrapped in barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yum, yum. All right, let's uh, let's get out of here. It's uh, yeah, that's the end of the show. So uh, thanks for joining in. We hope to see you next week. Thanks, uh, Jason, for coming in. <laughs> no worries. Good to be on again. And thanks, Jordan. Jeez. We'll see you yeah, next absolutely. week. Absolutely. And yep. uh, hopefully, we if I think I don't know if Joe's still going to be at sea bit, but yeah, it looks like he's taking a few videos. So go and check his he site. He might be out. living there for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's immersed himself. So we'll hear from him anyway, pretty soon about how the sea bit was. So all right. So after all that, any questions? Just uh, email me at glennadozytechheads.com.au, and you know the rest. All right, good stuff. We'll see you next week. Take care and go the Sharkies. 